Caught in a cot, beyond the field of poppy flowers, in the middle of a walnut grove, stands an ancient redwood tree. At the base of the tree is the door to Nuthole Manor, the home of Dukovor and his family of gnomes. Silent by day, active by night, the gnomes of Nuthole Manor have lived d deep in the roots of the ancient tree for generations. Papa Duvacor was born in this very tree 275 years ago. This is young for a gnome. They live to be about 400 years old. Duvacor and his family begin their day whenever they wake up. Gnomes don't use clocks. Time, as we humans know it, means nothing to them. A gnome's day begins as the sun is going down and ends just before daylight. Today is different. Miniver is awakened from the sound of an animal in distress. She listens carefully and gently wakes her husband. Duvacor sits up in bed and looks toward the knothole in their bedroom wall. Miniver, I must get the boys up, Duvacor says to his wife. There is an injured squirrel in the forest. He gets out of bed, quickly puts on his clothes, and rushes to wake Zuknok and Zookwinkle. As the boys scurry around getting dressed, Duvacor straps on his belt with the toolkit attached, and checks to be sure he has all the tools he might need. Miniver is up and dressed by the time Duvacor and her boys are ready to leave. She rubs noses with her husband and her sons, which is how gnomes kiss. She watches them from the door as they disappear into the darkness. Then she goes to the kitchen and begins fixing breakfast. Lupin and Lupwin, Duvacor's daughters, hear their mother and notice it is still daylight. By the time they are up and dressed, Miniver has breakfast ready. Where are Papa, Zuknok, and Zookwinkle? Lupin asks. They have gone to rescue a squirrel, Miniver replies. We were awakened by its cry for help. The girls finish eating and begin their chores. Out in the woods, Duvacor and the boys are running at full speed, about 35 miles per hour, toward the weakening sound of the squirrel's cries. Their course through the grove takes them straight to a cot left by human children whose parents own the forest. To their dismay, the squirrel is hopelessly entangled in the twine lace on the edge of a cot. Zooknock, Zookwinkle, Duvacor hollers, jump quickly. The squirrel is caught in a cot. You must calm him while I take a look. The boys are running as fast as they can when they make a jump for it. Zookwinkle lands on the canvas bed and Zooknock who isn't able to jump as high as his brother, catches hold of the rim. Zooknok swings his foot over the top and scrambles onto the canvas. By then, Zookwinkle has reached the squirrel and is making soothing sounds while petting the squirrel's face and ears. Zooknok goes to the other side and follows the example set by his brother. While the boys calm the squirrel, Duvacor climbs a leg of the cot. His leg is broken and he struggled so hard to free it that he tied the twine tightly around it. I will have to saw the twine. It is probably going to hurt him. Please do your best to keep him as still as possible. Yes, Papa, the boys replied. He is exhausted, Zookwinkle tell his Papa, and weak from his struggle. I don't think he has much fight left in him. Duvacor removes his saw from the clasp on his belt, and as gently as possible, he saws through the twine between the cot and the squirrel's foot.